Welcome to the How to Podcast series. Dave here again with my amazing co-host from the UK. Tamsin Hall is joining us. Yay, Tamsin. And uh, we're excited to have her back. We're going to be talking about mistakes that people make when podcasting. Hmm. There's no mistake. You're in the right spot. You're on the How to Podcast series. Here we go. Okay, back by popular demand. <laughs> One of my favorite people to talk to. Um, from the UK, Tamsin Hall is back on the How to Podcast series. Tamsin, hey. we're starting to become a thing here having you back so often, and I'm so happy to see and hear you again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's great fun. It's great fun. We've got a good topic to talk about today. Oh, all right. So do you want to introduce the topic? Because I think that would be kind of cool. Oh, shall I? Yes, I'd love to introduce the topic. So, yeah. So today we're going to talk about podcast mistakes and how to overcome them, not make them. And to we really want to help you just create a podcast that is full of of goodness and that is aligned with you and is full of all great stuff and no mistakes whatsoever. But interestingly, even though we're talking about podcast mistakes and we don't want you to make mistakes, we don't want it to be 100% perfect because we do understand that perfection is pretty much impossible to achieve. Don't we think? Well, I think that anyway. Exactly. And the best mistakes are the best learning opportunities. And the only way to salvage a mistake is to learn from it. So that's kind of the idea behind this is, yes, you and I and others listening may make mistakes while podcasting, but generally you will not blow up the internet, so you'll be <laughs> fine. So we can learn from these mistakes and move forward and we can grow, right, Absolutely. Tanzel? That's what it's all about. All about is growing and just, yeah. Just growing and developing and just making making things better than yesterday for us. You know, just, just putting one foot in front of the other and saying, to her, I'm succeeding, I'm achieving, I'm doing all this great stuff and I'm growing. And by making mistakes, that is absolutely how we grow. But we're going to help you. We're going to share our mistakes with you. And we're going to share some really common mistakes so you don't have to make them. And so you'll be further ahead than you were before you listened to our podcast today. Okay, and behind the scenes, you don't know this, but Tamsin and I have already chatted, gone through the list quickly, and wrote down some notes. So we're just going to pick off a list here together. We're sharing the same document, which is awesome. Um, and we're just going to kind of go back and forth and bring up some things that are meaningful to us. And maybe give some examples, but here are some general podcasting mistakes that you can make as a podcaster or a content creator or an author or whatever, a coach. Um, some of these things will be related to you as well. So stick around. You got lots of good stuff here. We don't know how many we're going to end up with, but we will make sure that all of these are listed in the show yeah. notes. So you don't have to write this all down because you might be driving. You might be at the gym. You might be walking rosy. You might be doing something, and you definitely need to be able to remember all these great points that Tamsin is going to bring forward today with myself here on the podcast. So, Tamsin, from this mighty list, 
which one would you like to start off with as a podcasting mistake, content creator mistake, whatever you want to call it, that we have done, know of, and how do we how do we salvage that? So I think the first one that I'm going to choose is being a perfectionist. Because I hear so okay. many people saying, I haven't put this out there because it isn't 100%. I'm not going to share it with the world because I made a mistake and I said something wrong. I'm not going to put it on Spotify, Apple, wherever, because I don't think my sound's quite right. I'm not going to do this because it's not right. And I just want to tell everybody it's better done than perfect. People don't expect perfection. Nobody expects perfection. And please don't strive for that. I know it's difficult if you are a perfectionist and you want it to be perfect. If you don't put it out into the world, you are depriving your audience and you're depriving people of hearing what you have to say. So please don't be a perfectionist. Don't strive for 100% perfection. Just put it out into the world because we want to hear it. We want to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think that's crippling for a lot of people who are afraid. They want to make a great first impression, Tamsin. They want to make they want it yep. to be well done. So my my tip that kind of goes along with your tip would be to practice before you release episode one. You don't have to grab a microphone, have a topic, create a podcast, and release it all in the same day. You don't have to do that. Any sports figure, any professional, anybody who does something has to practice and get better at it. You go to school to learn you go to practice for sports. You you sing, you play the guitar on an instrument. You practice. You take lessons before you get on stage. You have to spend some time and invest and learn and build your craft before you send it out into the world. So there are tools out there. One of them that I like, Tamsin, is on Buzzsprout. You can sign up and for their free plan right now as the time of recording, You can record a podcast, release it to all of the audio apps, and it lives for a period of time, and then it goes away. So it's a way for you to practice. Mm -hmm. You can try doing an interview podcast. You can try doing a solo podcast. You can read from a script, or you can just talk from some bullet points like we're doing today. You can practice. Send it out into the world. Ask for feedback. How am I doing? Does it sound good? Am I? Is it too long? Is it too short? Is the content good? Is it... Could it be better? You can practice. And then after you've practiced four or five, 10, 15 episodes, and you learn about the process of creating a podcast, then you can decide, now I'm ready, Tamsin. I'm ready to record episode one. I've already recorded 15 episodes to practice. And now episode one is my technically my 16th yeah, episode. I love that. Episode one. So I've invested the time, I've learned the craft, I've made some mistakes, but those mistakes don't matter because the podcast disappears. Mm. It's gone. And you can use Anchor as another free option. And then with Anchor, you actually have to go in and delete the episode yourself. Otherwise, it just stays there. So, But you can still practice with a free option before you decide to move forward with paying for any of this. Practice, practice, practice. It makes you perfect. Tamsin, practice makes perfect. Well, practice <laughs> makes you better. How about that? That's better. I prefer that one. I prefer that one. Yes. Yeah. Practice makes you better. Yes. Yes. I think hmm. that's a really, really good tip because 
just we just want to get it out into the world. We just want to get all your goodness and all your good stuff and everything you have to say. We want to hear it. Your audience wants to hear it. So it's about getting out of your own way, I suppose, and not, not striving for that. Striving for the best you can deliver, but not striving for it to be 100% perfect. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. our tip number one. What What is your, what is tip there number two, Dave? What would you say your tip Let's number go. two is? Let's go with having a topic that's too general, mm. too wide. So in over here in U.S. and Canada, we we say we can be a mile wide and an inch deep, or a inch wide and a mile deep. Like you know, you have a choice, right? You can be so broad as the horizon and try to cover every topic in the world. Or you can be more narrow focused and you and I would say niche. Our American friends would say niche, which I don't understand. They say the riches are in the niches, but that's not even a word. So anyways, we'll get on that. (laughs) All right, Tamsin, because we all know it's the proper way is niche. So we have to create our our own saying for that. But anyways, so our U.S. friends, thank you for trying to improve the english language but we got this we we have we have tams in in the country that created the language let's just go with that it's a niche so let's go with our niche and let's make sure that we have a topic that we can talk about at length we're passionate about but it's narrow enough to bring the right audience to us so let's say for example let's say baking okay Tamsin, I'm going to create a podcast about baking. Oh, that's I it. That's my topic. To that. Yeah. Well, there you go, right? Right? <laughs> but is it is it too broad? Is the the, ter- the title baking? I'm going to have the baking podcast with Dave. If that exists, free free promo for you there. The baking podcast with Dave. Is that too broad? Do you think, Tamsin? I don't think baking is too broad. Actually, I think baking to me is around cakes and bread and baking if you said cooking podcast or the recipe podcast personally i would say recipe podcast be too baked too too baking too broad (laughs) baking because we have the great british bake-off i don't know if you've heard of it yes i'm totally canadian bake-off we have canadian have you have you so i love the bake-off is that too broad no i don't think it is too broad because it's baking, it's anything that goes bake in the oven that comes out as a cake or a biscuit or a, <laughs> a right? bit of bread yeah. or something. So, but if you but can, you might think you can baking narrow is. it, <laughs> yeah. So if you can narrow it down to, let's say, it's the cupcake podcast or the oh, yes. wedding, the wedding cake podcast, all about wedding cakes. That's it. All I do is talk about wedding cakes or. Something like that, you know what I mean? Like now you've got another, you've got a, a smaller group of people, yeah. right? You might not have millions of people who are interested in wedding cakes, but the people that are interested in wedding cakes are really interested in your podcast, and they are really engaged. So if you get on and you talk about wedding cakes and the latest updates to wedding cakes, anyone mm-hmm. who loves your topic are a diehard fan and will be showing up and be interested in. And not only your podcast, but your guests and the things that you offer for monetization, um, any of that kind of stuff. 
because your your audience is so focused on your topic. Instead of trying to reach everyone, you're trying to reach someone. Yeah. And I think that might be an interesting way of looking at it. You, and the other thing you can do, you could have the baking podcast, but you could maybe do either a season or a group of episodes around something more specific within your group, within your topic. So you could have the baking podcast and then do a series on on specialty cakes or on donuts or on English versus American bakeries or you know and you can get into different countries and different what are your what are their national baking items like you could go all different areas and bring people from around the world and bring them into your topic and have little sub topics within your topic right you could See, have some I variety love that. yeah I love that I really do I feel like that captures captures it all yeah and the other thing about that is if your audience is not interested in a certain portion of your topic, that's okay. They can just we'll go to the next section. So for this podcast, maybe they're not interested in how to monetize a podcast. And I have an episode for that. And they're like, I'm not I'm not looking to make money on my podcast, so that's not of interest to me. I'm gonna jump to the next episode. That's fine. Your podcast is not for everyone. And I think that's the one thing we really struggle with as a podcaster we want to we want everyone to be friends we want to include everyone but there's actually going to be some people that are not interested in our topic or a episode and we got to be okay with that that sometimes our our message is going to hit everyone and we got to be okay i think that's a really really good point and actually yeah. by being too broad say you're going to be the cooking podcast. It's far, it is far too broad because you're just not going to attract your ideal ideal audience or your ideal client or whoever it is you want to be reaching. So it is having a niche is so important. My worry is, and I'm going to throw a bit of devil's advocate in here, my worry is that if we get too, mm, I like it. too deep into our niche, we're going to exclude people. And there's sub-marketeers that say that's what you want to do. You want to exclude the people that aren't right for you. You want to include just the people that are right for you. But if we stick with the cooking, if you went down the route of the donut podcast versus the baking podcast, if you also offer cookies or cupcakes, you're just going to focus on the people that want donuts. And that might be what you want to do. Mm. I think just be careful yeah. about about how how deep down to the actual niche you get if it isn't right for you, your business, what you're trying to achieve, or your podcast. That's that's all all I'm kind of I understand the Perfectly niche. Perfectly said. Yeah. Perfectly said. I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I've seen people who've really yeah. niched down too much. And then it doesn't work. So yeah. it's got to be aligned with, with you yeah. and your what you want to do. But yes, being a generalist and saying I can talk about donuts, curries, Chinese food, pizzas. <laughs> See? Yeah. Right. It's kind of like the buffet style restaurant where they make everything. And it's everything. a bit confusing. But everything is yes. not made well. Yes. It's not made well. Yeah. Right. If I want to have pasta, I want to go to a pasta Absolutely. restaurant. 
not have pasta that's next to waffles, Mm -hmm. next to chicken, next to curry, right? Are you doing all of those things well or are you doing one or two of them well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant. I love it. Okay. So that was a good one. Okay. Okay, For you, what do you got next? So I'm going to go for not having a plan, not having a plan, Mm. whether it's a a marketing plan, whether it's a topic plan. And we have touched on this before in previous episodes, but I think it's really important to know where you're going. You wouldn't turn up to an airport not knowing where you're flying to. You wouldn't jump in a car not knowing your destination. And having a plan, even if it is just a three-month plan, but knowing what you want to achieve, what you want to talk about, the topics you're going to be talking about, where you want to get to, knowing how you're going to market it, knowing how you're going to put it out into the world, just having a plan. So it's not just a, I've recorded it now, what on earth am I going to do? Because I don't know what to do next. I don't know what I'm going to talk about next. I don't know. I don't know. I've just recorded it and that's it. You need to have a plan because if nothing else, it's going to keep you sane and it's going to help you to stay in your lane, not get stressed, not get overwhelmed because you have a plan and you know what steps you need to take next. So I see this as well, Tamsin, for authors where they go through all the process of writing a book, Mm. they send it out into the world. And then they sit and watch their computer and no one buys the book. And it's like, but I made the book. It's everything's done. Go buy it. Everyone should just buy the book. Why does the world not buy my book? But the world doesn't know about your book. Right. I haven't built a community. I haven't invested in it. I haven't marketed. I haven't done anything around telling people except for maybe my family and friends that I wrote a book and they buy the book because they love me, not because they like my topic. They're just there to support me. Um, and they've never actually read the book. It's on their shelf. Um, but for our podcast, the same thing. We create a podcast, we send it out into the world and we get two listens and, and then we're like, now what? Like, how come nobody's coming to my podcast? I, I'm the best thing in the world. And my topic is, is super niche. And I've done all the things that Dave and Tamsin have said and no one's listening. But at the same time, I've never told the world about my podcast and, my whole marketing plan has never been put in engaged and never put into place. So what's the answer, Tamsin? How do we, how do we tell the world about the thing that we're passionate about and what we're putting out into the world? How do we let the world know what we're up to? Before I answer that, this is the same, whether you're an author, podcaster, business owner, whoever you are, if you have something that you want people to know about, If you don't talk about it, if you don't share it, if you don't promote it, no one is ever going to know about it. So my top tips for getting it out there is to appear on other people's podcasts, be a guest, be a co-host, write about it, talk about it, share it, give workshops give webinars to other people's audiences collaborate with people utilize your network ask them to share it ask them to talk about it 
and just talk about it to everybody that will listen because you've put so much goodness into whatever it is you've created. And if Tony Robbins, for example, had listened to his fears, because I guarantee he would have had them when he very first started, or Oprah Winfrey, or whoever it is, if they'd listened to their doubts and not started talking about it and not shared what they were doing to the world, we wouldn't benefit from everything they have to share. So just talk about it. Don't keep it to yourself. Keeping it to yourself is actually quite a selfish act because you're just keeping it in. You're not sharing it with the world. Share it with anybody that will listen about it, about what you have to offer. Yeah, Talk about it. I think that's the one thing. I know some people might be thinking, Tamsin, who am I to be out there telling the world how great my content is or my podcast or my book? I'm just, I'm just Dave. I'm just Tamsin. I'm just a, an everyday person with a job and a family and dogs and all that stuff. Who am I to be out there telling the world to come listen to me? And I think there's this thing that once you put yourself out there as a content creator, people will come around you and they will see you as the expert because you are doing something that they can't do or they're, they're afraid to do. And I might love to have a Tamsin Hall podcast, but I'm not Tamsin. And I just, I just look to you to provide the, the content and I'm going to follow you as the expert. And, and now we have a dog on the podcast and I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Look at that face. <laughs> What is that face? Sorry. She was like, I just want to come up and say hello. If you're if you're listening, you're missing one of the cutest dogs in the world. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you, whoever you are, if you think you're not good enough, I'm here to tell you that your voice matters and you absolutely, without a doubt, are good enough. And everything that you have inside you People need to learn from you because you have so much to give, so much to share. Don't hold yourself back. Don't hold yourself back. I love it. Back. Okay, so um, my next one would be, and it's not on our original list, Hamson, I'm going to throw you a curveball, but for those new podcasters, cool. when they release a podcast, they focus on their stats. They focus on, is anyone listening? Where are they listening? And... I heard somebody equate this to gardening, where if you go out to your garden, you plant seeds, you don't immediately pull up a chair and sit and stare at the ground and watch it grow. That's not going to make it grow any faster, right? Yes. It's going to take time for your podcast to get its legs, for the community to come around and find you, and those super fans will connect with you, but staring at your numbers are not going to make them get bigger. It's not going to happen. There's other things you can do like marketing and connecting with people. That's all stuff you can you can do. But just focusing on numbers every day and maybe getting discouraged at maybe not seeing the response you were hoping for. I think some people give up on podcasting when they don't see that they go from zero listeners, which, by the way, every podcaster from Joe Rogan or whoever, famous people to people who are brand new, everyone starts out with every episode having zero listeners just so you know so but if if you're focused on those numbers every day you're not going to grow just by you looking at them there's um i've done quite a lot of research into 
number, let's call it number watching, but um, sales targets, money coming into businesses, podcast numbers, watching things grow, subscribers, followers, all of all of that. And whilst they have a positive impact if you are succeeding and you seeing everything growing as fast as you want it to grow, actually, if you don't see the numbers coming in, it can be really demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And it can have such a negative impact on confidence, on performance, on achievement, on self-belief, a lot of things in a in a team environment, especially in, in sales teams. Having those sales targets on the walls for top performers are great. But the people who are The people who are not performing, it's really demoralizing and it has such a negative impact on them. So looking at numbers, the research shows that if your numbers are not increasing as you want them to increase, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Focus Mm. on all the other great stuff that you can focus on. Yeah, I like focusing on the audience. Especially for new people, new podcasters, new new authors, new content creators, focus on your audience. It's okay to look. Obviously, I like looking and seeing a new country that is listening in at the How to Podcast series. I'm like, that is so cool. It's like, I can't believe my message is going out to the world. But yeah. when your audience, when your audience is small, and we've I've talked about this on on the podcast before, when your audience is small, you can do things with a smaller audience than you. You won't be able to do if you're a large, have a large audience. So you can be in more engaged with a small audience. And when they email you, send you a message, they reach out, you can reach out back and you can have a, have a conversation with your listener. Yes. And then others see that. And now your, your community grows and you take a casual listener to a super fan. That is such a great, a great thing to, to see happen. With, without a doubt. And, like I say, looking at numbers has a time and a place, but there's certainly a lot of negative emotions that come with numbers when you're not quite seeing what you want to see. A, a bit of a story about me, and this is a bit of a, a personal insight into me, but whenever I want to um, want to lose some weight, so I'm a bit of a weight loss journey at the moment, if I step on the scales and I haven't seen the reduction as Mm. fast as I expect to see it, it has a negative impact and I stop whatever healthy eating I'm on. So actually I know not to get on the scales because I know it has such a negative impact. So if you are somebody that gets very demoralized, if you don't see what you expect to see, if you're not seeing the numbers Mm. that you want to see, just don't look, just don't look. Because if you think it's going to stop you from moving forward, just don't do it. No one says you have to actively be looking at your ratings, your feedback, where you are in the charts. How mm-hmm. you know, Nobody says you have to do all that. If it works for you and if you feel it's going to take you outside of your comfort zone and help you strive to, to be better than you were yesterday, do it. If it's going to stop you 
from putting something else out into the world. Perfect. Okay, Tamsin, I know you have a call coming up soon, which is amazing. Um, I would love for you, Tamsin, I'm going to step back from the microphone here, and I would love you, Tamsin, to speak directly to a new podcaster, a new author, a content creator. They're at the very beginning of their journey. They don't want to make mistakes. They're, they're fearful, right? They, they, want to, they want to do their best. They want to come out of the gate with their best content right at the beginning. And they, they really want to invest and they want to do it the right way. What would you say to them to inspire them to start and start messy and improve? What kind of things can you offer to them from your from what you do every day, helping people, what have you seen and what can we, how can we encourage somebody to get past the initial, who am I? Does my message matter? Will I have an impact? I have imposter syndrome. Let's get past that. Let's get to the message. How would you encourage them? And I'm going to back away. And I would like you to talk to them directly and give them your best advice on starting. Okay. So. Whoever you are in the world, you've got an idea. You've got something that you want to share. You know that you can add value. You know that you can make a difference. These ideas come to you. You might have been walking. You might have been in the shower, wherever it was. You've got this idea to start a podcast. And you're excited about it, but you're really apprehensive. So... I would first of all suggest that feeling that you had when you first decided you wanted to host a podcast, start a podcast, or whatever topic it was, that excitement, that buzz, that happiness, that light that you just, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. I'm going to talk about cupcakes. I'm going to launch a podcast on cupcakes. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to share, oh my goodness, I know so much. That excitement, bottle it bottle it. Write down how you're feeling. Write down everything that you're feeling. Grab a pen and paper. I always love it as a great excuse to buy a new notebook and a nice new pen. So grab a notebook, grab a pen, write down everything that you're feeling, all that excitement. Then on the next page, write down everything that you can talk about on that topic. Everything. So if it's cupcakes, you can talk about the the icing, the filling, the the, the, the cases, how you're going to present them, what you're going to talk about, what type of guests you want on, what type of flavours you want to sample, all of that stuff. And just write as much as you can on the subject. Just write, just write, write, write. Don't stop yourself from writing. Write about it. And as you're writing about it and you're getting excited, again, those emotions, write them down, write them down. And then when you finish, what you'll have is, is you'll have all these content ideas, all these emotions and all this excitement, all of the reasons why you are the perfect person to launch this. And whenever doubt creeps in, because I promise you, every single person in this world sometimes feels like who on earth am I to do this? Everybody. Whether you are the president of the USA or you are the best jazz player in the world, 
they still think, am I good enough? So when those fleeting thoughts come in, go back to your list of everything you can talk about on your subject and all that excitement that you felt and you will remind yourself why you are absolutely the right person to share this with the world because you are you, you are amazing, you are unique Even if you're talking about something that's been talked about a million times before, you're talking about it in your way. And I Mm. promise you, people want to hear that. And you can absolutely make a difference. Tamsin Hall, delivering as always. And that's why I love having you back, Tamsin. I know you got to run to your next, next thing. And again, thank you for making time and squeezing an episode of How to Podcast series in with me as co-host. Yay. Can you, again, tell everybody where to find you, Tamsin? Somebody's listening. They want to talk to you. What do we do? I can. But before I do, before I do, I just want to add the emotional size, the positivity, the remind yourself who you are, why you've got all of that is so important. But making sure that you have systems, the strategies, all of that's also important. Once your mindset is right and you've got everything else right on the how to do it which Dave is absolutely fabulous at you've got it spot on you've got it spot on so you know there's there's things obviously you have like knowing how to record it knowing how to put it out into the blood all of that stuff which Dave can help you with combined the mindset and all the the how do I do it the technical side once you've got both of those right you're out there you're out there And we would love to hear. So if you are listening to this and you think, right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it out into the world. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Let us know. Share it with us. We want to listen to it. We want to hear it. We want to celebrate you and celebrate you putting it out in the world and, and just believing in yourself. Because both me and Dave, we believe in you. We believe that you can absolutely do this. So we want to hear it. So please share it with us just wanted to say that before. I love it <laughs> okay um so I'm Tamsin from Tamsin Hall Coaching you can find me at Tamsin Hall Coaching I'm on Instagram and my website is Tamsin Hall Coaching there you go Tamsin thank you so much for bringing the dog onto the show that was wonderful <laughs> thank you for making time for us which is equally wonderful and you Tamsin Hall are equally Wonderful. Thank you for making time for us today. Thank you very much for having me. I'll see you all soon. That's great. We'll talk again soon. Mm-hmm.